Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody this is Pam at the paper outpost and this is the paper outpost podcast and today we are continuing our talk with journal page layout ideas and I am uh, literally reading to you my list the list that I have compiled over several years that I hang on my wall beside me when I'm facing the blank page and I don't know what to do this is my master idea list I'll just look down my list and I'll say oh there's a great idea and then I'll be off and running and often when I reuse these ideas they always come out looking different because I make them differently I'll add different papers different fabrics different colors different bling different sentiments different this different that so no two are ever the same that way and that makes it fun so uh, I'd like to share this list with you because uh, I am hoping that it might inspire you to think of new ways and different things that you can do on your junk journal pages when you uh, face the blank page so we are picking up at number 16 on our list uh, top and bottom stencils you say what are top and bottom stencils Pam well basically you take stencils and you just do the top border and the bottom border maybe you do one color maybe you do multiple colors but this gives a nice top bottom feel without adding any extra bulk or weight to your journal it adds decor and beauty and interest and eye appeal and then it's completely up to you whether you want to put something in the center such as a poem or a note or a picture or a dried flower or whatever it is maybe you want to leave it blank just for journaling entirely your choice now a little anecdote here uh, when you're facing the blank page in a journal it need not be filled many journals have blank pages and we write in them and we copiously write in them and it's wonderful and it's a beautiful way to capture a lot of written information um, and the Twitter fest has started right on cue yes yes mom is doing a podcast hello everybody those are the lovebirds saying hello right now hello there's uh, happy and Leonardo right, that's happy right now having an extra Twitter fest hi happy okay so um, then there are the middle of the road where I would say you've got a lot of blank pages but you've got some embellishments ephemera a little bit of splash of an interest here and there and everywhere maybe it, that was Holly making his big squeak uh, he's my parrot and uh, then this uh, middle of the road now it's not really middle of the road but it's like I would say um, medium 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 mediumly mediumly dusted with decoration uh, but still plenty of writing space then there is the uh, mega mother of the chunky monkey that has everything in the kitchen sink in it lots of exploratories little adventures to be had almost every page is loaded with fun and and thrills and you just never know what's coming and it, it's generally chubby and thick and and uh it's just like an overstuffed uh 
uh, keepsake journal that has uh, been filled with somebody's treasures of, li- of lives, full of ephemera and uh, tucks and pockets and belly bands and, and little uh, note papers and stationery and you know. And uh, I, have, I have made all these kinds of journals and I thoroughly enjoy making all of them. Lately I've been leaning towards the chunky monkey just because it's fun. I love, I love playing with the paper and making little things to stick in it um, uh, in the journals. So, um, you know, there is no right, no wrong, and there are no rules when it comes to junk journals. And that's the fun part. This is entirely up to you to design. Make it the way you like it. Make it the way it makes your heart sing. You don't have to follow anybody's lead. Uh, If you want lots of blank pages, have lots of blank pages. If you want to have a lot of decorations and stuff it to high heaven, go for it. Um, life is meant to be enjoyed and you deserve to have fun. All right. So that is the top and bottom stencil. Moving on. Number 17, round the world stencils. Yes. Take your same stencil and just do the borders around the world like a picture frame. You can have the picture frame land right on the edges of the paper, or you can pull it in a bit for a little bit of white pop around the, around the edge. Totally your choice. And again, you can put something in the middle of your frame or leave it blank. But these are just ideas to help you think of uh, interesting ways you can use to break a blank page. All right, next is number 18, which is the large envelope. The large envelope is so versatile and uh, it's, uh, it's useful and it's pretty and it's related to stationery. It looks like somebody uh, put something in the, in the journal to be saved and tucked away, and uh, it's a keepsake. So a large envelope can be any kind of an envelope. It can be a greeting card envelope. It can be a currency envelope. It can be an envelope that you make. It can be a, a junk mail envelope. Uh, it, it's completely up to you. You can decorate them any way you like. They can open to the top, the side, the bottom, doesn't matter. Uh, but it, the fun thing about the envelope is you can put things in it and you can stuff it with extra writing paper or perhaps some journaling cards or tags or notes or little surprises or poems or, you know, what have you not. Maybe old vintage currency. I like to stuck, stick those in my uh, that in my journals. Uh, so a lot of things that you can add. Now, you can make them permanent by gluing the entire envelope onto the page, or you can have them removable, possibly uh, by a paper clip or by a bulldog clip. Um, All right, number 19, the vintage letter page. Now, the vintage letter page, ledger page, is... um, now, I am literally reading off of my list, so you're going to see things that may be specific to me. You may or may not have these items, but I say just take them and run with them as uh, little uh, launch pads to give you ideas to pull from what you do have. So I like to collect a lot of old papers and old ephemera, and I just find it fascinating. I love the feel of the old paper, the smell of it, the crinkliness, the look of it. I love to see what people wrote in the olden days. It's just absolutely fascinating to me, and I want to share this with others. And this is why I add these things to my journals. I want to get these things into your hands so you can feel them and read them and touch them and, you know, appreciate them too. Time's gone by. It's just fascinating to see how things have changed. And uh, so I like to get vintage ledgers. And what I do is I take them and I don't attach them to the page. I just clip them in because often on a ledger page, there's beautiful writing on the front and the back with uh, you know a lovely story of what people bought at a store. Often it's a general store or something like that, and you'll see flour and sugar and you know cornmeal and, and sugar cane and all these other fascinating things that people would purchase. And uh, 
Um, so those are the things that I love to do with uh, the vintage ledger page. So I just clip it on there, either with a paper clip or a bulldog clip, or I'll tuck it into a pocket or a tuck or something like that. But uh, that is the eye candy for that page. Moving on. The number 20 on my personal list is the Sears catalog. Now I have the old version and the newer version. And what I mean is I have a 1916 original Sears catalog, which is very fat. It has a bajillion pages, all full of these beautiful caramelized colored pages of multiple ads of everything from old watches to carriages to dresses to boots to, you know, um, hardware and everything that Sears used to carry. Now I have a 1970s version of a, it's a reproduction of an old catalog, which is only about a quarter to a half the cost of the real old one, but I wanted to have both just to see the difference and I use them for different purposes. Let's say I'm making envelopes that day. Well, maybe that day because the old paper is a little bit more fragile and, um, I maybe uh, want to be a little bit more protective of that particular paper. I will not use that one. I will use the reproduction paper and make an envelope out of it. It's sturdier paper. It has similar ads. The books aren't from the same year, so technically the ads are different, but the same style of ads. You're still going to get hats and buggies and carriages and things like that. So very interesting. And you can make fun things out of them. Why not, right? And uh, relatively speaking, when you when you think of it as scrapbook paper as opposed to um, a magazine, uh, you, I mean, it's very inexpensive to buy the, uh, 1970s reproduction compared to buying a bunch of, uh, scrapbook paper pads, even if you get them at the discount at, uh, Tuesday morning. So something to think about. Where do you get your resources from? So that's what I do with the Sears catalog. With the older pages, often I will take one page and I will cut out the individual ads and I will either use them as a collection on one page or I will dust them or sprinkle them or salt and pepper them throughout the journal and add here and add there. Just a little bit of eye candy, eye appeal, interest. A person may stop and just do a little reading to see what people would be interested in buying back in 1916. Okay, number 21, the dried flower page. You may know that I have a passion for dried flowers. I love to incorporate them in my junk journals. I'm amazed at how much Mother Nature offers us. Uh, free craft supplies are everywhere from Mother Nature and it's just so wonderful and there's so many things that you can do with them. And leaves and flowers are a great place to start. Uh, I use this little gizmo called the Microfleur and it just makes drying flowers very quick and easy and I can get them on my particular microwave in about a minute and a half. A minute to a minute and a half. If you ever use the device, make sure you test your microwave first, short 30 second burst, and then see where the perfect place is for you. All microwaves are different. And um, I would say that uh, it has really zhuzhed up my journals. I just love the look and the feel of real nature inside the journal. And it just, especially when you're doing a nature journal or a botanical journal or something related to those lines, a woodland journal, wouldn't it be nice to have some leaves and flowers in, in there? Um, you know, don't stop at leaves. You can put little twigs and things like that. Maybe even small rocks and stones. Who knows? Um, you know, just it, you're only limited to your imagination uh, and uh, the, you know, the flatness and durability of your, your uh, product. Project, so you have to, it has to accommodate to that, but that's a great way to b break a blank journal page. All right. Number 22, original watercolor artwork. Now, again, this is something that I wrote down because that is what I do. I, I originally learned how to uh, draw with a pencil. I did graphite drawing and then I, uh, 
uh, evolved into watercolor art, not evolved, but I just transitioned into watercolor art. And now I do both, but I love to do that. That is fun for me to do. And uh, I could sit here and hoard all my art. And uh, uh, to me, there's not a lot of personal, I, I, like, I like seeing my art, but you know what? I also like to uh, give my art away and I like to put a little piece of an original uh, piece of art that I did tucked into the journal somewhere as a nice surprise. I sign it. It's not a, a Mona Lisa. I am not Leonardo da Vinci, but this is just my little um, uh, piece of art to the world that I just send out, out there to the universe to hopefully make somebody happy or put a smile on their face. Or they might just do a head slap and go, oh, good grief, girl. Um, leave it to Leonardo. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I let it go and I let it and I just, you know, send it off with good wishes and it just, uh, it makes me feel good. And uh, number 23, a reproduction of your art. Let's say you don't want to do that, and I perfectly understand that. Um, maybe you, or your artwork is too big and it won't fit inside your journal. Well, maybe you can do a, make a reproduction of it. You can make a photocopy of your art or uh, scale it down and uh, put a picture of a piece of art that you did inside a journal. What a wonderful surprise. Maybe you could sign that as a, a little surprise. Maybe your family member would love to see something like that or a surprise in a journal that you might be selling. Totally optional, just fun things to think about. It doesn't have to be a, a Rembrandt. It could be a, a pencil drawing or a line drawing or an ink drawing or, you know, whatever. It's ever medium you choose. Uh, it's just kind of a fun thing to think about. Uh, number 24, I call it the tracing paper page. It's not truly breaking a blank page. It's just an alternative page that I put in my books because of the beautiful sound and the beautiful feel that the crinkly, um, translucent paper makes as you come upon it. You first you see it, then you can sort of see the page behind it, and then you're grabbing it and you're getting the crinkle sound and the feel of this uh, tracing paper. Wax paper will also work this way. Parchment paper will work this way. Um, they have these different textures that are um, appealing and they're, uh, they catch the person's attention. This is something different. This is not just another page. What is this? What is this? The uh, element of surprise is always fun in a journal. Okay, number 25, we have sewing pattern paper. Okay, sewing pattern paper can break a page by either actually being the page. It can also be act like the tracing paper page as an actual page of your journal, or you can use pieces and parts from it and you can use it in little embellishments. Sewing paper is often a, I would say a coffee caramel sort of color and you can scrunch it up. It's almost like a tissue paper. I guess it pretty much is a tissue paper, but you can make uh, little flowers out of it or little embellishments in a hundred different ways. You can layer with it and you can put a little collage on a page you can make uh, flower collages, things like that. So incorporating sewing pattern paper onto a page just to trigger a new idea. Sewing patterns, old ones, are relatively inexpensive and you can find them at a lot of thrift shops around town and usually you can get a bunch for not too much money or you can rummage through your old sewing patterns that you know you'll never use again or maybe you've got friends and family who have some and you could put them to good use. So there's an idea. Number 26, the map. Remember the glorious map. If you collect uh, maps, uh, you remember driving, 
You know, well, we used to drive a lot from Canada to Florida. That was the uh, the trip that we all waited for. You know, every several years, we were so excited to go to Florida, and we would have these maps. We would stop at the gas stations or the AAA, and we would get these maps, and they folded up, and nobody could ever figure out how to fold them correctly again. But those things, if you don't have them back in your garage or your attic or wherever, because now we have obviously our smartphones, and we tend to use that more than the old map, but. Um, you know, go to the thrift store. I bought, I've bought bushelfuls of these from the thrift store, the garage sales, the flea markets, things like that. You'll find old maps, and it doesn't take much. You can you, one map will be very useful for you for a long time. You can cut out a lot of little pieces of paper from an old map. So it's kind of like the bed sheet. If you wash it and launder it and make it nice and fresh again, you can use that bed sheet so many different ways in your junk journals uh, because it's such a large piece. So remember the map. Number 27, the doily, the doily page. Now, the doily can be placed on the page itself. The doily can be colored, it can be sprayed, it can be inked, it can be inked around the edges, it can be uh, lightly dusted, like uh, inked lightly over the embossed surface, so you just pick up the uh, bumps on it to make it look different. You can place things in the center of the doily and highlight them. You can Mod Podge them on. I've put dried flowers in the centers of doilies before. You can put pictures and, and little notes and sentiments. You can fold the doily in a multitude of different ways and have a lot of fun on with that doily, uh, putting it on different angles on your page, in different angles on your page. You can use multiple doilies on your page. Uh, these are just so many fun uh, things that you can do with a doily. Um, you know, it's kind of a fun way to do it. All right, so next we're going to number 28, old book pages. Well, this is, this is my domain. I love old book pages. I love tearing apart old books and I love using up the book pages that I, I get from them. And I love gathering books that have old plays in them from theater and old music books and dictionaries and, um, you know, old poem books, old, uh, quote books. Uh, you know, just, there's so, oh, so much fun out there. Uh, and I love going through the old used bookstores and the thrift stores and the flea markets and the garage sales to find these things because to me they're treasures and they're gold and I love to look for rich text uh, and different font styles. I, I like a, a large font from children's books. You can often find large font. And if you look for the old ones, you can find beautiful aged papers. And uh, if, if you're looking for some ideas to do with book pages, check out my Using Up Book Pages series. I think there's about 65 episodes right now on YouTube. A bajillion ideas and there's no slowing down. We've got more coming. You'll never run out of ideas when you have a book page in your hand. Uh, number 29, the teabag page. And I'm actually calling this the teabag package page. Um, uh, I like those little envelopes that the teabags come in. And I just think they're so versatile and they're so cute. And they remind me of, um, you know, a little English tea house or, or you know, tea and crumpets or tea and cookies. And, and they can also act as little pockets. So you can tuck things into them. You can have a page of little tea bag pockets. And it, wouldn't that be cute? I've done that before. And you can use little uh, fancy scissors to cut off the tops of the pockets. So uh, they have a cute little top. You can color them. You can cover them. You can add fabric. You can add little bling elements to them. You can add little butterflies and stickers and and uh, you can nest them on uh, maybe a piece of cheesecloth and put four of them on there. I mean, there's just a million things that you can do with the tea bag page. And we are going to wrap it up on uh, with number 30. Uh, and uh, that one is coin envelopes. And coin envelopes are small envelopes 
that allow you to put a, a journal card or any other little kind of card or a little piece of something tucked in there and they can face up they can face to the side they can face down they can face into the center of the book they can go in opposite directions uh, there's a, a million and one ways to place your coin envelopes onto a page they are very fun add-on and you can decorate them you can spray them color them ink them just so many ideas so don't forget about coin envelopes uh, you may be able to get some from your bank if you ask them uh, nicely could you have any coin envelopes may I have a, a you know a set of a one two three five ten however many they'll be uh, willing to give you uh, and also just every time you come home from the bank if you get those currency envelopes you may want to save those because those are wonderful things to add to your journals as well so coin envelopes and currency envelopes currency envelopes envelopes you can also make uh, I have a tutorial on that so feel free to check that out on YouTube uh, there I've got a few tips and tricks to make it very easy for you you can make them quickly and they're gorgeous and they will hold many wonderful things inside your journal lots of ephemera and goodies uh, for your uh, uh, people to enjoy in your journals so there you go folks there are a whole bunch more ideas that's another 15 ideas on ways to uh, break the blank page I've got lots more ideas coming for you and uh, stay tuned and I've had a really great time talking with you and I can't wait to be speaking with you again have fun out there make sure that uh, you remember that fun can be simple and always be creating with reckless abandon have fun and take care bye